Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And you're listening to The Wibs, the podcast for women in business. We're here with practical, real advice to help you get ahead at work. Without the BS. We'll be the work wives you've always wanted. Let's go. Hi, I'm Natasha. And I'm Penny. And welcome to The Wibs. Today, we're going to talk about something that I am sure all of you have rather watched, mm. heard of. Maybe. Or trying to ignore yeah how dare you try to ignore this yeah it's just it's this everywhere. team was dedicated god it, damn it i don't know if people that can see me in particular that the brief was wear pink and i am wearing this. i'm wearing a that is that that <laughs> wait yep okay okay if you're just s- listening and you're not watching which is totally fair because you're driving and that is the right thing to do yeah. but when time permits Go onto our Instagram and have a look at the video clips that we have of this episode and you will see what I mean. I am millennial pink. You are purple. <laughs> <laughs> and that is all I can I'm say. But that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. So today we are talking about the five lessons businesses can learn from the Barbie movie. Ooh. Now, full disclosure, we haven't seen it yet. We're going to see it. We're actually going to go see it tonight, which I'm very excited for because, as I said, it is absolutely everywhere. But what we wanted to speak about in particular was not necessarily the movie itself. We wanted to talk about more the marketing around this movie. The marketing. It is phenomenal. I can – the fact that everyone knows about it and it is absolutely everywhere is ridiculous. There was a coffee shop today that had like a huge sticker like slapped on the side of their little like – um their stall and they barbified the entire like coffee cart situation i kind of love it because i'm i love barbie i love mm-hmm. i showed penny my um collection of barbie cards yes last you night. did yes and i showed her and we did look it up on ebay to see if like i was going to be we a millionaire couldn't make any money from it um that doesn't no. mean that if you want to buy it and put in an offer <laughs> yeah, just yeah. dm the loops. yeah they're going about a thousand a pop but at this point yeah ebay's saying Five, that's fine. Five, five thousand dollars. But either way, what we can learn from it is just how to get yourself out there, how to leverage different businesses Mm -hmm. and different communities. Now, I will preface all of this by saying, because I know what people are thinking. Yeah, if you've got a hundred and fifty thousand million dollar budget, naturally, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, but lots of films have a big budget and no one has had the level of cut through that this film has had. Absolutely. Absolutely. And look, absolutely, if you've got $150 million or whatever it is to do this, incredible. You do you. Of course, you're going to get cut through. But I found what they did was very smart. And I love how they were able to utilize different things, whether it's filters. The fact that Everyone was uploading those Barbie filters only like months before it was even launched. They just had such an incredible campaign from who they've scripted to be a part of it. Like their acting choices and the, the people that they've chosen, the actors, is incredible. They've chosen like Australia's sweetheart and America's sweetheart. Like yeah. it's incredible. Like you can't, I don't know, how can you hate Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling? Like I don't you think genuinely you can. can't, can't. They're just incredible. They're but both incredible. I love that. Yeah, you're right. They have picked some excellent people to be in the film but outside of that and this is us not seeing the film yet yeah what we've really sort of seen from their marketing so far and the five really main things we want to take away the first one being you have to use engaging content to help yourself go viral and they did this in spades essentially like every piece of content i've seen out there as part of the barbie franchise has been incredibly engaging barbie so google trends shows that barbie has 160,000 daily searches worldwide like that is incredible like to see a business be able to go to those heights 
when uh, at the point of a release is absolutely incredible. And you're right, it is due to the engaging content. I think what they've been able to do with that AI generated meme, like that is they tapped into something that was that's trending right now. As you would have seen potentially from our TikTok, we tried the AI um, LinkedIn thing. Yeah, that was it's confronting. It's I terrifying. wouldn't would not suggest. But what they did was they did the Barbie. The Barbie AI generator where you could put you, – you might have seen it. It was like this person is – it was very empowering. It was very lovely. There was, it was very positive and it was very um, visual mm-hmm. in the way they did it. They encouraged people to share and openly share. They didn't ask. They didn't pay. It was an experience that they gave people that made them want to share. Yeah, and I think they understood the level of what people like when, when it, they want to engage with, uh, I guess, a tool or a filter like that. People – I really believe like to be categorized in mm. some level. That's why people take personality quizzes. That's why so many people research it's their true. star signs. And I think that that's, that's why. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah that's like a, a, why a tool like this works really well because you want to be able to tailor it to you. And, and for our case, in our example, we were able to even use it to, I guess, build out our business, but also find a way to tap into something that's sort of popping off on social media at the same time. It's a win-win then. Yeah. You, you jump on a trend, mm-hmm. but you're also able to do something that's really fun and engaging. And how I think, okay, so that's awesome. Like Barbie was able to, but how can the everyday business owner or business be able to utilize that in particular? I think with something like that, it's important to give something back of value to the community as well. So whether it is through something like in a challenge or a contest or behind the scenes, anything like that, but give something that that somebody else can do. So it's like an action that somebody can take. Mm -hmm. And that was a really important thing about this filter was that it was something that they didn't necessarily ask anybody to do, but it was like, hey, we've done this. You want to give it a go? Yeah, you can partake in it. And I think it's cool because you're actually giving something of value. And that's what it comes down to. When you're doing this for your own business, give them something captivating. That's something that they're wanting to actually then share with their own audiences as well. Absolutely. And the second one was to maximize value with strategic upselling. Yes. I think if anyone knows how to upsell, it is the Barbie franchise. Like when you think of Barbie, I don't think, well, I'll speak from experience. I don't think of Barbies anymore necessarily, like the dolls. I'm thinking of pink. I'm thinking of the merchandise. I'm thinking of light pink, hot pink, like all of the different pink. And I, every single business, like from Zara to toothpaste to suitcases, like I am. The world has a Barbie burger. Oh my goodness, I want that so bad. And that's the thing, like they're tapping straight into the female market. I don't know who they're targeting, but my assumption is millennial females because we were the ones who, you know, grew up with Barbies and have that nostalgia behind Barbies. And it's just making all of our inner child scream because it's kind of like, I want to be pink. I want to dress up. Like I am in pink if I'm i technically there's a gray there's a gray area there but yeah. i do think that it really taps into that nostalgia part um to help with that strategic upselling because for us i don't want a barbie doll right now like it's a bit you know it's not necessarily something i want and i'm the target market for this movie right and well that's, that's my assumption yeah it is pg-13 so you can ex- you can imagine it's not under the 13s yeah. who are buying dolls so, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, then I, mean, I don't think that they're really trying to target kids with this as much as they are the adults um, that are buying into these. Like, what's her name? Um, the one from Pretty Little Liars. Shay Mitchell. Oh, yeah, with Who's Bayes. got Bayes. Yeah. The, the suitcases and all those things that they're, like, 
that I'm sorry, but like an under thirteen is probably not buying a suitcase. No, I think it's like I or think himself. One of the other parts that we're talking about later on, I think, is the idea of being able to understand your customer well enough. And one of the core customers is is that millennial woman, and the way that they've identified, okay, well, this is what she would want, and this is a product also that she would want, and we can combine them together to be able to upsell it. And I think the suitcase is a great idea. Absolutely, you know, it is. So many people are traveling. The world's open yeah. back up again you know that it's been a time of similar like to being after wartime, like after pandemic time, people want to be enjoying their life. People want to be more frivolous. They want to have fun. They want to enjoy themselves. And they've really tapped in and understood their consumer there Absolutely. to be able to know how you can upsell. It's not just like, you know, you want to sell like actual Barbie merch in terms of like a doll itself. That's like, what I mean. Like they've yeah. got, I feel like the strategic upselling has gone beyond just the dolls now. And it's really, it's, it's a huge I, I like it, you know, in the sense of marketing because the way I look at it is and when I speak to people that are starting new businesses, they've got this product that is incredible but it's like a one-time purchase. Yeah. And I understand that Barbie isn't exactly this but let's just, you know, let's just dream for a bit here. You've started a product and then what else are you going to sell them? This this way of strategically thinking about what the next thing is going to be, they've been able to tap into that through the merch because they've realize that this is beyond the doll. Mm. This is beyond the doll. Now, they've been doing this for years, absolutely. But to come up with this marketing strategy that is based around people being able to license the, the Barbie brand and put it on their products is incredible. Yeah, I agree completely. And I think how can you do this when it's your own business? I think it is being able to understand that being able to offer a complimentary product or service that will give back and actually enhance your consumer's experience is really what you need to tap into. So when I think about that in a, a business that we'd all be able to kind of digest, think about like a, a gym or mm. when you're at a gym, you can just be the customer that goes into the gym, has your membership weekly and then walks out. But if you upsell like a personalized coaching program yeah. or a meal plan or protein shakes, that's something that's actually going to then enhance your consumer's experience along the way for the initial purchase that they've come in for. Absolutely. It's the share of wallet strategy whereby you're able to kind of, you've got a, you're paying or you've got a certain customer, what else can you give them? And where the Barbie one's quite unique and interesting is because the Barbie one, you know, you think about it is, okay, you've got this one customer lifetime value of a customer, right? And it's usually, I don't know how many years, but it's different for every, every single business. So you've got lifetime value of a customer for them they've been able to tap in to generational lifetime value of a customer, which is insane. So they're looking at us millennials who bought, no, we didn't buy it, we had, we grew mm. up with one product and then they've gone and positioned a whole new suite of products for the same audience 10, 20 five all of those years later it's incredible and i think it's just such a huge thing that a lot of these more traditional brands can learn from where potentially their initial target market is now a bit older they want something else yes you can continue to target the market that you've always gone after incredible and go there but what can you give that person that's going to help with that nostalgia and help them feel you know um help them feel empowered and like that kid again and a little bit free yeah and i think in saying that i guess our third point is understanding and knowing and segmenting your customer is extremely important because to your point there tash it's like yes you want to be able to find that product to be able to upsell onto these customers that have graduated from buying barbie dolls now into okay i want to buy a bag or a lipstick yeah. that's barbie branded yeah uh, i think that's really important but there's also a whole new wave of younger children coming through yeah. that also want to purchase barbie and they're having a new lease on life yeah which yeah, I think yeah. is really important. Absolutely. And it's kind of what you said then is segmenting and making sure that you know 
you're, you're having the right message for the right person and for the right industry. So if, you know, you don't want to say the same thing to your customer that is in fashion that is in the other side. Like, and that's what they've done really well. They've got their toys and they've got messages and they've got very strong messages for young people, regardless of who they want, what they want. They've, they've been very – they've made strides in their diversity throughout mm-hmm. the years, let's be honest, with how it used to be to where it is now when mm-hmm. we were growing up, that's that's for sure. And I've tried to skip through the TikToks, but I think the Barbie movie makes note of that. Um, so I don't know. I've tried to not spoil it for myself, so I might be running ahead of time. But what I really love is that now they're almost with their new – now they're almost with their new strategy is really working towards – speaking to a new customer and learning and being able to be like, okay, this is what you guys want now. We gave you what we thought you wanted then. Now we're going to give you what you th- we think you want now. And that's the importance of segmenting. How you can use that for your own business? Well, you, as an online business, segmentation is critical. Mm-hmm. I believe it's critical. I know I sound so dramatic, but I really do believe but that. But it is. And I think even if it's not an online business, say you could even be someone that's more involved in bricks and mortar or whatever yeah, it is. True. Being able to kind of categorize and group people so then you can tailor the messaging that you're sending out to people. Because it's like, for example, like if you have just bought a house and you're getting hit up by a real estate agent mm. to, to sell it or to buy another one. And that's actually happened to me before a few times. It doesn't make sense, and it makes me think. Yeah, it makes me think that was a waste of you contacting me. Yeah, and it makes me think that I'm not seen or heard by this business or by this um, this employee. And I think that where the segmentation can really play into it is if, say, for example, you are like a a real estate agency and you want to like on sell something to your customer, having a segment of people who have recently bought homes that you can then offer an alternative service to. Maybe you have a like a hookup with a, um, an insurance place or yeah, something like that. Something yeah, yeah, that yeah. is relevant to that Relevancy. person. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And then I think the fourth one would be anticipation is everything. Oh, I goodness. don't know about you, but I've been waiting for this Barbie movie for like a year now, right? And they've just kept hyping it up and they're oh. like waiting and teasing it out. You just keep seeing all these things and you're like, okay, I think the first like – sniff it we got was that it was going to be Margot and we're like oh okay Margot we love Margot okay what's it going to be what's this Barbie movie is it going to be animated is it not like we didn't really know much about it we just mm. knew that she was in it and it was kind of like okay this is cool now what and I love that they really didn't give much at no. all and even now I don't like now you're starting to see things come out since the yeah. movie's been released but there's not so much of that like you understood the storyline from the trailers or anything like that they didn't give too much away and I think that building that hype has been one of the keys of success of this movie franchise. Absolutely. They built the hype. They made sure everyone was really pumped for it. They gave little snippets when when needed. And when I say snippets, it actually was never of the movie. It was just about the idea of the movie. All of these launches, like I don't know about you, but I the red carpet for Barbie, I was on it like no one's business. I, I wanted to, to see. I, I wanted to, to know what everyone was wearing. I didn't even I, I was obsessed because their outfits were unreal. Like everyone brought it. And it felt like old classic Hollywood again. Like yes. no one gets excited oh. about anything anymore. I feel. Yes. And I feel like everything has been so turned down yep. that this actually, the way that they coordinated their marketing efforts and just brought it all together, I actually wanted to tune in to see a red carpet. I, I couldn't agree more. It was like that mix between traditional and modern. And I loved the fact that I, yeah, you felt like you were watching like an old Hollywood again, old world, like when they used to open up at the, um, what is it, the Chinese theatre in Hollywood and everyone would be on the red carpet and be incredible and you'd watch the, and it'd just be like this anticipation. They were able to replicate that with a pink carpet and having a huge, huge, they had one for like, you know, A-list celebrities, had one for like TikTok. 
TikTokers, influencers. I loved it. Mm. I was like, this is incredible. It made you feel like you're a part of it. It also made you feel like aspirational again as well. I think like when I saw that, I was like, that's actually something that's really aspirational for people looking up to it. It's like, oh, one day I'd love to be invited to something like that because it was a really aspirational event versus something that, you know, you're seeing now, which is quite uh, viral. Yeah. Things just go really viral and you're there for a second and then you're out. It's actually interesting now that you say that this wasn't necessarily one of the points, but I think of like the, the Don't Worry Darling premiere and the way yeah. that they hyped that up was all around that drama oh, and that, those yeah. issues that they had. Yep, it wasn't yep, like yep. that It was all. from a negative point. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. Whereas Barbie, like, I don't know if you've seen the TikTok um, little snippets, but Margot and Ryan are just gorgeous. They like, seem like sweethearts. And she's just lovely and she's so good at interview. Like, I can't imagine how, you know. All I could think about was, you must be so tired, you poor, poor, poor lady. Like, the poor thing, like, you have to get up, you have to get glammed, you have to then go and speak to hundreds of people, be nice to everybody because if you, oh, my goodness, if she looked angry for one second, the headlines would be, like, she's got so much immense pressure on her. But she has just been able to nail every single interview and she's just so, it's very rare that you find someone so aspirational you know, nowadays where you can really look up to and everything that comes out of her mouth, you can be like, I actually really resonate with this and I really, really appreciate this. She's one of those really rare kinds that you just really look up to. So I think they've really nailed Yeah, they definitely that nailed that. And I think it, it does come back to that positive reinforcement, that anticipation. And I guess the way that you can start to look at being able to build that out in your own business is events, product launches. You can start to tease out yeah. different campaigns for your product. Mystery. Yeah, exactly. You want a little bit of intrigue, give them something to think about. But essentially it's all about being able to strategically engage with your audience and help to start build that excitement up. Absolutely. And then the last one, the final one, is to encourage a culture of innovation. Everything that we've spoken about is because they were innovative. Now, innovation can sometimes be mixture of traditional they did things differently you know they did things a little bit differently they had the pink carpet they did they understood that they needed a place where a-listers could go but they also needed a place that the world's new now they're going to need a place where there are people like tiktokers and influencers and who who have huge influence but they need a space and they need a platform but they just kind of separated the two where they're like you know we're going to do this we're going to do this we're going to do this and they kind of created it it was i just thought it was absolutely incredible the way they did it yeah it was really about building out those different worlds and even something like those really minimalistic billboards that they did with literally just the word Barbie on it and that was it. And you kind of build that intrigue to think, hang on a second, like what is this about? And I know that feeling of when you've put together a campaign where you want to cram everything in yeah. on there because you want to make you want to sure be obvious yeah you want to convey like, that message watch this now yeah because <laughs> you're nervous yeah like in cinemas on this day no they don't have to do anything no, no no we were searching for when is this live when is the barbie they they, they were just so innovative and just in a time when there is so much information out there about how to do this what to do this what the right thing to do is how you should do this what you know we've got a lot of data available to us about what's worked in the past what happens what hasn't i feel like they really utilize that and then we're like okay draw four Let's yeah. go. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, but th like, literally think differently. And I think if you're able to replicate that in any way within your business, it's about encouraging that thought process to be a little bit different. You know, have that open communication. Reward someone thinking outside the box. Yeah. If you've got a team member, absolutely. I think um, it's really, really important. If you've got a team member who's got a bit of a, you know, out of the box idea yes you've got deadlines yes you've got so many things to execute I understand you're busy that's life but never ever ever harbor and stop somebody's 
fun ideas because that's the thing that's going to take your business to the next level. It's the, you know, cracking a few eggs to make an omelette yeah. because it's really important. And I think it's really, really important to just, when someone has those ideas, to cultivate it, cultivate the in innovation and thinking differently and learning. It, that's what makes that's what makes being in business exciting, to be honest. Yeah, 100%. So those so, are our five key takeaways from the Barbie movie. I'm sure we'll have plenty more, which we'll share on Instagram after we've actually watched it. I am so excited. Like I am I can't pumped. Wait. I'm going to stay in the pink outfit for it. Absolutely. Purely pink. All pink. Head to toe. Yeah, naturally. Thank you so much for listening. Please rate and subscribe and we shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.